Hi there. Welcome back to the table. I am your host. Uh, I'm not doing the bit. You guys missed out on the bit last night and, or last time, and I gotta I gotta let you know. Um, we're all still gonna suffer for it. Okay. Oh, I'm In fact, I have a so list much. of curses that I have written up. So we're gonna get to those in Rotin a second. Up, Ooh, yeah, uh, baby, I wrote in it up. Oh my Rain. god, I am amplifying <laughs> James's. Okay. Oh, so, I just wrote it to up. To the right, baby. we have Skank Boy McGee. To the further right, we have the reason we're suffering. Uh, <laughs> to the furthest right, we have Jose. Because you know what? You he know did what his it best. is. He did his best. You know what week. it is. And then to the furthest right, we have the second reason we're suffering. Nah, hey. something else. Hey, Corey, I just want to start this off. I love you, man. Hey, I love you too, and that's oh, why you're not getting a God. curse. So, welcome to another rendition of the Roundtable. We're doing a short episode today. Um, we we want to clear some things up. First of all, with the Coliseum of Chaos. Second of all, with what's going on in the adventure. And third of all, with the curses. Because, yes, they're coming. Dude, for real, if you give us curses for things that happen outside don't, of the podcast, it will be not fun. Don't worry about it. I refuse okay. to recognize your authority. To make these curses amazing. Like, unless they're like, oh, all of a sudden you have two left feet. Yeah, that'd be funny. Like, don't worry. He's about like, it. I see him I like furiously scribbling it. that down. He's <laughs> like, but two right feet. I love stealing bits. <laughs> Wow. Oh. <laughs> I call him uh, as I see him, baby. Oh. Okay. Um, so he has first, three right first feet things now. first with the Coliseum of Chaos because uh, we had to uh, have something to fill the airtime when uh, our boy Rudy was in Spain. First of all, Rudy, how was Spain? Fucking ridiculous. Okay, anyway, back to the Coliseum. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to know. No, I'm just joking. And I'm sure the viewers want to know. I don't think they give a shit, but here's a funny Spain story. Was. A week before he leaves, a few days before he leaves. I can tell leaves, my own story. No, no, no. He's like, oh yeah, we're like, oh, we're getting together next week. And Rudy goes, oh, I won't be here. And three-fourths of our group is like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to Spain. And we're like, what he's like did i not tell you guys i had told jose <laughs> okay first i definitely of- told jose and i'm pretty positive that i told Corey. hold on joe i just don't think it came up around hold you on. I, or just, James. I know that you didn't actually mention it i have to clear something up you mentioned it okay but when you mentioned it you're like i was, was like okay like so when are you gonna months ago when are you gonna go and you're like ah uh, that's the thing my mom hasn't set up the dates yet and i don't know and i keep asking her so i can request the days off but she won't tell me because she doesn't doesn't know yeah Yeah. and then a week a week before we have to record he's like yeah i won't be there we're like what so then uh james put together the coliseum luckily i was already cooking it up yeah i love math so james how was your first time dming Ooh, guys, it was the first episode. Oh, man, should have had a calculator. Once I got that calculator, it got a lot easier. And (laughs) I shouldn't... My one regret is should have just made the Werewolf, the Lycan Bros, a three-piece band and not a five-piece band. I guess one of them was the manager of the band. If you have a five-piece band, what's everyone doing? Am I right? Drums. Two guitars, bass, and singer. Yeah, but the singer needs to be playing an instrument. Not all the time. Yeah, he does. Get him on a tambourine. Uh, I don't think that's real, but okay. But yeah, the math was crazy, but I loved cooking it up, and I'm already... Guys, we gotta do the Hanna-Barbera one. Oh my god, definitely. And the Coliseum of Cadbury Eggs. Yeah, Ah, Jesus. (laughs) I want to say one thing real quick. If one was to find something for you to do on stage maybe it could in fact be shake a tambourine 
Do you do you get it, James? I'm so terrible with lyrics. I'm trying to get the next line. Or maybe shake a tambourine. And when I sing, you sing harmony. He gets yeah, it. there we go. Ah, I fucking I love what is it. happening? I don't know, man. Ah, this front, front bottoms, bottoms, baby. Yeah. He's Look got the up. shirt on. Oh. God. Fuck. Uh, oh, the back tops. Can you? Can we give you curses for shit like that? You curses, curse me with your presence curses. every day. I can't curse you with my fists. We can curse them in our own campaign. So I, I have a question. <laughs> What's up? When you were deciding, like the the enemies that we were gonna face, what was a big factor in deciding who and what kind? I will answer this as like, what can I make a joke out of? That was the factor. So. I wanted it to be a Colosseum. I was playing a lot of this game called Gladiator Begins for PSP. And I think there was also a PlayStation 2 port. And it's just like you're a gladiator. But the thing with that is you get audience points at the end. So you don't want to kill someone immediately. They want like blood and gore. They want a show. So I was like, well, I set it up. So if you guys would have killed them the first turn, your charisma points would have given you like negative 30. And then if you second round negative 15, then third round was zero. And the fourth round, I think was zero as well. And then as it goes up, it's like a curve of plus. But then if it would have taken you 10 rounds, you would have gotten like a negative 50. So I was like, but how am I going to make sure this is balanced? Because after each one, there were tiers of prizes. And most of the time you guys were either getting the second or the first prize, the first place prizes. So what I was doing was just like taking three D20 and rolling them a bunch of times and calculating everything, which is why I had you guys send me your uh, character sheets. So like your modifier. So I would know like, okay, based off from this stuff, they'll probably each time be doing this, except you guys must have never been rolling below a 10, which I was, I loved. I wanted you guys to get the best things because I wanted you guys to just obliterate the next stages. Why is Corey looking weird at? I I nearly dropped my phone. Okay, Dead. I saw Jose look weird at. Yeah, because uh, on the whole, uh, never rolling below a ten. Um, I just want to say that I took some of Jose's dice for that <laughs> game, and uh, yeah, uh, they work out pretty well. You're you're welcome. Wait, did you actually? actually you're no. welcome because I bought him half his dice. You're welcome to the gift of the only, world. What can I say yeah. except you're welcome? Yeah, uh, I would like you to say you're welcome, but not. You're welcome. Well, James, Don't get quiet, guys. I need to let you know that I did thoroughly enjoy the Colosseum of Chaos. It was anarchy and chaos. Yeah. But it was entertaining, and that's the purpose. Yeah, baby. You better be ready for Derms Clerman coming up whenever Nicole and I get that book done. I really want you to because I thoroughly enjoy that. If, hey, when you wherever, whenever you're listening to this, keep an eye out for Derms Clerman. If it's out. Read it. What are you doing? Come on. It's been out. And it's going to be a picture book, babies. Oh, my God. I love pictures. So uh, the Coliseum just came based off from Gladiator Begins, and it was a good idea for a one shot, luckily, because Rudy was gone for such a long time. On such short notice. And kind of I, like a week and a half. It was well, like we had three Coliseum episodes, so it was more than a week and a half. And one of the episodes you did when I was back in town. Yeah. Yes. So, but so, what I'm uh, it doesn't count. Well, that's because Corey Corey <laughs> did cancel <laughs> twice. So uh, when 
Uh, you canceled because you were sick one you, time, yeah, right. and then because you had to go apartment hunting stuff. I didn't do. I didn't do apartment hunting. I was hunting. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I was uh, dealing with the situation uh, with my landlord. Should I? Ca- should I close this out? Should I edit it? No. Okay. Good. Ah, that's all good. <laughs> so uh, I originally just thought it was going to be one episode, and I told Nicole like, "Oh yeah, this is everything," and she's like, "James." This is way too long. And I said, no, every match is probably going to be like 20 minutes. So, (laughs) yeah, we'll be done in under two hours. So on the last one, I believe it was, or maybe the last episode of the main campaign, there was a time when I asked you guys, hey, how long have we been recording? And you guys said an hour and 40 minutes. But the listener will hear that and it will only be an hour and 16 minutes into the episode. So luckily from all these episodes, they all went like an hour and 45, but I cut them down to like an hour 20 because your boy's good. And also your boy's bad at math. You uh, are boys. a genius. I mean, like just the like your, the the capabilities you have with audio engineering and producing this pot, like our, all the podcasts and everything like you're great. Hey, yeah. I wish you would have said that in those words on the basement oh diary. He didn't let me finish because you were like, <laughs> "Well, we like kind of have a producer engineer no, in the wow. beginning." He didn't let me oh, finish. Wow! wow. wow. I knew that. I, I knew this was happening. <laughs> oh, no, you're oh. getting a curse now, Jose. You're joining the rest of the group. No, you don't need to curse him for that. No, I understood. No. Like him, I saw that you were starting to go, but then he was like, "Oh yeah, that's a producer thing," and then. I just like it when people give me compliments. I was going to. I was on the podcast of The Basement Diaries. I was going to get into the specifics. And then he was like, he asked another question. Hey, and I Jose, uh, I just got to I just gotta say, man, you did your best and I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm trying. I just love when people talk about me on podcasts and also when people reference Marshland Monster and rap songs. Whoo, that gets me steaming. Steaming yeah. good wise, like, but what you guys think, Corey or not Corey Rudy? Did you listen to any of the Coliseum? No, I I listened to the first episode mostly. Uh, oh just my god! god. My wow, god. even you, uh, worst wow, not even supporting your own people, huh? Wow. Anyways, like I was gonna say, I got through the character introductions, and then my family and I we ended up doing Spain stuff. Ah, yes. Look at him flexing that he was in Spain again. What? Like, how long has it been since that first episode came out? Like, three Three weeks? weeks, Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Cool. All right. (laughs) He's like, cool. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I love the character introductions, though. That's all I was going to say. How long does it take on an airplane to get to Spain and America? Uh, uh, Like, 14 uh, hours? uh, Something like that. Okay. So, Uh, there's like five hours of the Coliseum. Sure. Doesn't mean I didn't find some really good stuff on Netflix. Oh, what wow. you were watching? That's gonna what? hurt your eyes, man. Oh, that's why he's wearing those fake those fake glasses. Look, I also found John Wick two and three on the airplane, and a few other. You films. found John Wick on the airplane? Yes, Dude, and a that's few... crazy. Did you know that he's gonna be in Cyberpunk? Yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> and a few other films that people had been telling me to watch. So I was like, hey better catch up and i'm also writing my own D stuff wait, for another wait. campaign that i'm running which movies <gasps> were they uh aquaman and shazam were involved in this and i also oh, watched God damn uh, it rudy you have like 30 movies from like the 1990s you need to catch up on you don't whatever. need to so real quick uh you, you brought it up you're you're writing something for D. i am my girlfriend and a lot of her friends are super into well kind of trying to get into D, and i'm writing an entirely new thing for them it's 
Yeah. You want to tell us anything about it or is it hush hush? I, well, a lot of it's still in progress, so I'd prefer to keep it hush hush until I'm like 100% confident in it. Fair enough. But, you know, I, I can respect that. Well, can terrific. I, th- going uh, on other stuff with D&D, yeah. there is something in Mostly Speaking Sentai that is cooking up. A D and D campaign with Corey, Rudy, yes. Nicole, and I. Hell yeah. yeah! So be on the lookout for that sometime. Uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to let them know about it, or is that also kind of? Like- you want to know what? It's just a. I'm creating our own Sentai, and it'll probably be like a 14 episode thing. What? What, Jose? Uh, no, after you're done ex- telling about yours, I've wanted to, to say uh, about something I'm working on. Hey guys, we're all working on something. Also, Derm's Clermont. It's not really working. I'm not. I just oh. make characters. When it's because uh, I've been working on this this campaign for like two years. <laughs> the, oh, your Greek one. The Greek one. I've been just, yeah. just never like gotten around to it. Oh, I have ideas. I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you just gotta sit down, do it, and release it, baby. Yeah, that's true. Just like this YouTube channel. God damn it. Remember on like episode seven, you were like, yeah, I'm doing this. Ah. And if I say it on the podcast, that means it's going to happen. I see what happens. I think is, about that every day, to be honest. See what happens <laughs> is. I have my own life to worry about, so I don't think about it that often. No offense, Jose. What happened, Jose? What happens is. So anyways, it's just depression. I don't know what to tell you. Fair enough. That's a fair answer. And you know what else is a fair answer? What's Moving up? on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have, what was your favorite wave of monsters? I think my favorite wave was the boy band. Okay, cool. Just, uh, wait, no, I take that black. I take that back. Black. Wow. <laughs> take that black because Blarn was I'm the like, best. Yeah. Right here, dude. Yeah, she was cool. I, I definitely liked the boy band the best, though, because that was just like ridiculous and how upside down it turned i guess that was all improvised and yeah i did not know oh, fucking hilarious <laughs> and i got a girlfriend out of it oh yeah sarah Jeez. sarah I, i'm gonna be honest 100 honest my favorite wave of monsters were the lions <laughs> and it's because it's... i got to say long live the king right hey. as i killed mufasa and, and that's been such a dream of mine and the and the supreme leader was just like <laughs> i'm how dare you? Yeah, because I didn't get the reference. You you put Mufasa into <laughs> the pit, <laughs> and you didn't get the infamous "Long Live the King." Uh, do they say that on there? Yeah, yeah. Scar oh. Scar's like holding him. Yeah, and as, he's on like, the clip. As he's a, Spoilers oh. for Lion King. If no one's seen it, it's new, guys. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. It just came, it came out, out like a year ago. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Mufasa's got or Scar has Mufasa. Yeah, guys, we know. I know this scene. We don't need okay. to rehash Lion but you didn't King. Get the line. But I forgot about it. But Mulan's dad is the worst. Mulan's dad is Mulan's the worst. dad is the worst. For anyone that doesn't understand that reference, uh, your local favorite DM here likes to get trashed on Ciroc and watch old Disney movies with his friends. And while watching old Disney movies with his friends, he likes to shout really prevalent things or apparent things that happened like. 15 minutes ago and then black out yeah. why isn't this a podcast it was actually so uh, this is when decor and i used to live together and his girlfriend was over and we we're just like yeah let's get dry. it was like a thursday yeah it was like the middle of the week and none of us had worked the next day and we just got drunk and we watched mulan because i love mulan's like my favorite disney movie same and yeah at like 10 minutes in he's just he's already well past the tipping point and he's like mulan's dad is the worst I hate that guy. And then he like fell asleep. 
30 minutes later into the movie, he wakes up. Mulan's dad is nowhere to be seen anymore. He's like, ah, fuck Mulan's dad. <laughs> Hate that guy. And then he passed out again and woke up 20 minutes later. He goes, you know what? He's actually not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> this actually happened. Yes. 100% True. happened. After, oh after the movie ended, we had to get Corey into his bedroom and it was like a fucking mission and a half. So fun fact, that was my first time blacking out. So I remember saying all those things, but they were all much more pieced together in my head than they ended up coming out. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes apart from each other. (laughs) And after I said that last line, I woke up in bed and I was like, this is trippy. Like, I don't remember going to sleep. And I'm like, awesome. I'm in my bed, so I must have slept. And then I started freaking out. And I was like, why am I in my bed? Did I time travel? <laughs> it's okay, man. I, I got like I got shit faced and blacked out this weekend at a uh, baptism party and <laughs> Which sac- is the best time to do <laughs> Isn't it. that sacrilegious? Communion wine is no. a hell of a thing. So uh, But that's Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. If that uh, was Jesus, then he's like wasted twenty. I don't know. How, one, I don't know how I got home. Two, apparently I went into the wrong house and tried to get into their basement. Yikes. And then three I just did not know what was I'm going on the next day. I was like, clapping. how the fuck did I get into my bed? And I was, my underwear was backwards too. That was the worst part. I was, it wasn't even the underwear I was wearing that day. It was Jose some got different fucked. underwear. That's messed up. Jose, what's going on? I blacked out at a bris once. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, I did it. Like, I don't <laughs> think that's true, but that's amazing if it I've, is. I've discussed this on Mostly Speaking Sentai once, where I believe blacking out, I, I am iffy on if it happens when you get drunk or not but when you black out like from a concussion or something that becomes a save point in your life so you can like jump back there (laughs) wait i've only had one concussion in my life Uh, well you better get some more baby 12 years ago suffer some more head trauma yeah i was like in seventh grade everybody needs cte well maybe like serious (laughs) fainting would disclaimer don't know (laughs) i want to everybody quick save do not Ever come back and tell people that you got the idea of giving yourself head trauma from this podcast? We're just going <laughs> to scrub it from the episode. I love getting head trauma, baby. Hey. Hey. Myself head trauma. That was the joke. Now I'm just thinking of getting punched what? in the dick. <laughs> you said don't come to Why us. you're getting a blowjob? No, just like. <laughs> you said come. You got the idea to give Sorry. yourself head trauma. <laughs> That's why I thought it was so funny because we were talking about Hedra. So we're adults. <laughs> I'm lost, guys. Oh, guys, I'm so delirious today. Delirious. That's All a right. Prince song. A Prince schlong, oh, baby. Oh, my God. A uh, gun to your head. Would you friggin' give head to Prince, Joe? I think if you put a gun to my head, I'd do a lot of things. Ooh, I'm going to put a gun to your head to make sure all of you guys are always talking at a consistent volume. I would fight back first. With a gun to your head? Oh, yeah. What if I roped you up and then gun to your head? See, I hate these questions because that's like, what what if I forced you to do this thing? Would you do this thing? It's like, well, no shit. You're forcing me to do it. Gun to your head. Like, if I stabbed you, would you bleed? Hold on. I have one. Gun to your head. This is open to everyone. Gun to your head. Would you finally be happy? No. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they got the joke. Um, Uh, But but also... That's like one of my least favorite memes on the internet of all time. I don't even know if it counts as a meme. I hate those questions like, would you take $50 billion in this awesome house but if you, you never had Fanta to do this again. menial task ever again? 
I would take all that if I had to do the hardest task in the world. If it was like climb Everest while assassinating someone and learning a foreign language, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's give it a try. You know what? I've decided just here, audible on this podcast. No one can tell me different. No one's going to stop me. Each time we sign off now, right before I do, and with that being said... Uh, I'm going to ask a stupid ass question. Ah, uh, I already get that enough. And I'm going to end it with work. a dumbass quote. Yeah. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> See, you want to know? Jose's on the same wavelength, guys. What happened? I feel like we're drifting apart. <laughs> want to know a stupid ass question? You like waffles? <laughs> oh shit! Because he's a donkey, and donkeys—it's so from dumb. Shrek. I got I it. Know. <laughs> I know. I got it. You're like, waffles? That's the first question. When I asked someone, am I high? Their response to me was, you like waffles? And I started laughing so hard. No, it's hi, how are you? No, it's hi, how are you? <laughs> what? Guys, Corey, so, Corey and I were hanging out again. <laughs> so disclaimer, um, mom, if you're listening to this, plug your ears. Okay, go ahead and continue. So we're hanging out, and we may or may not be under the influence of certain, you know, substances. Legal in a couple months, baby. Choo-choo. So it might be when you listen to this. I don't know. And Corey's sitting in this, we used to have this big recliner in our in our house, and he's just all curled up in there, in space. I'll tell you, he's, he's out of his mind. And I, what did you say to me? Oh, uh, you asked me, right? You were like, how high are you? No, and I, no, so... <laughs> Fucking Alex was there. Ollie oh, was there, yeah. and he looked over, and I had this big ass grin on my face, and I was just feeling it. I was in, like you said, I was in space, and then he asked, "Dude, how high are you?" And then I, from the other side of the room, just look over, make intimate amounts of eye contact with Corey, and I go, "No, it's hi." How are you? And that he just died. Like he laughed for about 20 straight minutes. Guys, if you're not laughing, if you don't think that's the funniest thing you've ever fucking heard, <laughs> it's clever. Then you're lying to yourself. <laughs> it's not even original. I definitely didn't come up with it. People are sleeping. That is true. Oh my God. Because it was like three in the morning. Yeah. We're hanging out. New yeah. podcast idea. What if we just do a podcast where it's just us shit posting the entire time? God, no. I'm out. No. <laughs> that's the worst idea. Uh, I I don't get what shit posting is. I'm going to hit the eject button on that one. <laughs> you know that thing I do where I don't do anything valuable on Facebook whatsoever and just repost memes that I've taken from other way? Yeah. So that's basically that's your skits at the beginning of all <laughs> of our po- uh, podcast episodes. I thought uh, yeah. shit posting was when you take some duty and you postmate it. That's yeah. what I do oh, all no. the time. And people are not a fan. I See, do not have many stars. Before it used to be, you know, when you'd leave the bag of shit and then you light it on fire and then you ring the doorbell. Yeah. That's the old school version of that. Okay. Dude, I like to do that, but like I put a baby inside. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because then you just get endangering a baby and the person stomping it out unknowingly gets involuntary ma- manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> People are way too focused on the person that just stomped out a baby. They forget all about the yeah. fact that I was there. Why was the baby there? Why was that on fire? Doesn't matter. This guy just uh, stomped it to death. Uh, guys, you gotta stomp a baby and owl one too. Listen to mostly kid. speaking sentence. Middle finger your dads. Wait, guys. Also, real quick. Last week. Mostly speaking, Sentai's one year anniversary. Go listen to it. Oh yeah, and by the time this comes out, I'm already 22. You're 22. No so happy Joe, birthday to me. I keep forgetting that Jose is younger than me because he looks so much my elder. It's because and he I looks don't like he's say, homeless. I, I want to clarify. I don't mean that Jose looks old. 
I mean, I have the face of a prepubescent teen, okay. and <laughs> I get carded so much. Me too. I, my I never beard get carded. Looks, my beard literally looks like pubes. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> your beard doesn't look it's like pubes. You don't your beard it. looks like you're doing it's he so much it. for your masculinity. Shape, and I he doesn't it. do anything with it. Our he just beard likes oil to grow. Because I want to. I want to be the first Cuban Viking ever. Hey, speaking of beards, I don't. You know what? <sighs> I don't know if I want to plug Ricky's business because I don't know if it is. Does he have beard products on yes. his business? Oh yeah. I yeah. thought so. Hey, Joe, plug your roommate, your best friend's business real quick. Couldn't do it. Mostly because I don't know much about it. What's the name of it? Just, just you <gasps> not fucking even sure about that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hold on. Give me one second. Somebody uh, talk about something else. All right. So it's called Northern Darkness. My oh. roommate is a barber and he's very into barbering yeah barber and like grooming products and self-care like yeah like doing your hair and 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 doing your beard in a way that like looks nice which so, i'm not gonna lie ricky is on point like all like he is oh my god ricky rolls out of bed dude. and he's just like already at an eight and then he does his hair and his beard and it's like a 10 it's ridiculous mm-hmm. um so yeah so northern <laughs> darkness he just launched uh actually last saturday so a few days before like two we weeks before this, this check it out he's got a website if you're interested you can contact him through that and uh start getting some he's got like bath bombs he's got uh beard oils he's got like some essential oil stuff and more and more stuff will come through also joe they had a part uh, a release party for it and joe texts me he's like hey do you want to go to the northern lights thing for ricky uh, yeah i for- i keep forgetting the <laughs> name want to go to the northern, northern lights Light thing. thing so we're taking a trip up uh, to antarctica <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, I guess I was was about to shit on him for saying a trip up to Antarctica. (laughs) But you know what? Directions are subjective. Um, Wait, hold on. Antarctica technically is at the south. Hold on. Yes. The Arctic is the North Pole? Yeah, baby. Okay, there we go. I got there. The Arctic Circle where the Northern Lights make Digidestin. Digimon. Digidestin is my new band name. I'm surrounded by weirdos. Yeah, did you know that there's like four new Digimon games that came out recently? Yeah, yeah. there's some mystery ones, but mm-hmm. I don't have. Oh, may, oh my god, are, are they on Switch? Holy shit! They, they might, might be. Mystery is, and you don't know what they are. Mystery is like the whole point of the game is a mystery. It's the a whole mi- point like, of the game is a mystery. It's a mystery game. I think oh, it's okay. like Detective Pikachu. I was gonna say, is it yeah. like the? I don't know. I haven't played them yet. What's I apologize, the, you nerdy ass bitches what's out the there. Pokemon one where you are a Pokemon. Oh, uh, Mystery Dungeon. Mystery Dungeon. Oh, oh yeah. my god, I love those games. You oh see how Chocobo wanted to be the first one to say that? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He was like like vibrating in his seat. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys played that tactics game for Pokemon? No. Pokemon uh, Tactics. I haven't. Actually. Yeah, it's like a turn-based uh, tactics game for Pokemon. No. Where they're in samurai time. Oh, Corey's intrigued because fuck? Corey's just like huh. you said. Pokemon. You said samurai. You, uh, can and you, you find said this? turn-based strategies. So those are like three of my. Uh, what, what do you call uh, uh, kinks? Thank you. <laughs> oh. Um. So while still keeping on the topic of Pokemon and D and D, I met up with David Keel, Joe's friend Cody, recently to pass over a cosplay to him, and he was telling me that he does a Pokemon D and D thing, and in it. 
the trainers actually fight too. Oh God. So um, he's apparently, his particular trainer is specialized that he can actually use certain uh, Pokemon abilities. So if Pikachu uses a Thundershock, he can use a ground pound on the Pokemon too. Can you imagine <laughs> shit, that's that someone, someone's Eevee just downs your Pikachu and you're like, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of this animal. Instead of turning the hat backwards, you just like take the hat and the vest off. And you're like, like tighten the gloves and you're like, all right, I'm going to kick this. You just crack a TM wide open and just down it. I don't know how TMs work. What's up, Geodude? Dude, you want machine? This? Holy shit. Trainers TMs are just like different like substances to abuse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a steroid. Ash uses Pap's blue ribbon. No. His melee damage has increased. <laughs> Wait, no. TMs are like the, the skills. Right? Yeah, but they're, they're not- like machines. Is I it guess. technical machine? I so, guess. Yeah, but past like blue that. ribbon would more or less suffice as like be an a item. You're right, but an but HM use... is a permanent thing. So HMs could be, i.e., addictions or Christ, sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, because I can't get rid of those or just skills. <laughs> Yeah, like I learned how to be a black belt. Yeah, but yeah. I can forget how to ride a bike. I can't forget my <laughs> Actually, heroin you addiction. Can't forget how to ride a bike. There's <laughs> Wait, a whole no, saying about thing it. I think I showed you. Where's the the old man for who has Alzheimer's forgets he has all, Alzheimer's and gets his memory back. That's a paradox, and I'm not sure that you should be saying that. That is just open. a black hole now. <laughs> so back listening. to D and D, huh? Yeah, babies. <laughs> Back to D&D. Does anybody have any questions? Eric has some questions. Cool. Oh, let's Eric. hear them. Yeah, so, let's fire it up. What's up, uh, Eric? Eric, welcome, baby boy. So Eric Berry from Ranger Command Power Hour. Follow them on Twitter at Ranger Command PH or head over to their Patreon, Ranger Command. I mean, patreon.com forward slash Ranger Command PH. He asks, he has a series of questions. Hell Ooh, yeah. Daddies. One, how long have you all been playing Dungeons and Dragons? As a group, we've been doing it for a little, like, I think... Almost a, two years. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah two years it has December. almost been two years. Wow. I thought yeah. it hasn't been closer no, to three I've been this living December there for two would years. be two years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, two years. Uh, so, yeah, we've been playing together for two years. Uh, we've had a few adventures um, come and go, one of which we actually completed, um, which was our <laughs> first, uh, first I think adventure. that's the only one we've completed. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, the Noctis Occulta has been our second longest running uh, adventure. Consistent, I think it just, yeah. or consistent. Uh, I think it just passed uh, our Cyberpunk campaign, um, which was not inspired by Cyberpunk, but has been enhanced by Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, yeah. Um, as for me, myself, and uh, I, <laughs> I've been playing since junior year in high school. So five years. I learned from a person that started on Dungeons and Dragons Advanced Edition, but I, yeah, I've been playing since then. Uh, I've been crafting the world of Kata since then, uh, so five years it's been in the making. And Kata, uh, a little flavor on top of this question, Kata is finally, I think, coming to an end pretty soon. Cause, I'm gonna uh, cry. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how much where else I can take this that isn't ham-fisted. But yeah. And then uh, I'm going to start doing fan fiction about it. Is it because I used the word fisted? No. Just like lust and uh, opioid. They fall in love with each other. And then Orcus and the thing in the maze. They end up starting a hamburger shop. No. That'd be pretty dope. (laughs) Like if Sino and and Orcus. Oh, wait, no, that's not. 
You were the not thing ta- in the maze. You're not talking about. But I mean, uh, yeah, the, the labyrinth thing that he uh, ruined my dreams with. I kissed him with my friggin' tough arms. James, yeah. how long have you been playing D and D? I've been playing it for how six long months. He, yeah. <laughs> how long has he been on the podcast? But I played it as a child. Okay. I played advanced once. Probably didn't understand it, but I think like maybe version three, we got a starter pack, my brother and I, and played it. So version three was like pretty, pretty nice. 3.5 came out and it was like, okay, it was all right. I started my very first game that I played on um, was a version or edition four, um, which as I'm pretty sure anyone else will tell you is like, what if we took D&D and made it bad? Better than Pathfinder, but pretty bad. So it's like Super Mario Party 9 and 10? Absolutely. Yeah. But actually Mario Party, not Super Mario Party. That one is so good. I finally unlocked all the characters. I got Pom Pom. Dude. Nice. I'm proud of you? What's up? Yeah. Pom Pom is dope. Just, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Congrats. Right. Joe. What's our, what's our uh, did, did Eric have more questions? He does, but Joe, how long you been uh, playing? I actually, roughly around the same as uh, Corey, I played a little bit in college, which would have been about five-ish years ago. <laughs> Crap, I'm old. Uh, yeah, uh, I just turned 27 the other week. Uh, but yeah, I, I played a little bit of Pathfinder. My roommate DM'd. I'm and sorry. It wasn't. I didn't have any hard feelings about it. I played a monk in one campaign, and then in the next one, I was a sorcerer. And then uh, five people working and going to college didn't really work out so great for scheduling, so we just dropped off. And then, uh, yeah, I was living with Corey and hanging out with Rudy and Jose because we used to work together, and we're just like literally sitting around one day, and somebody said something about D&D, and we're like, let's... I was like, Corey plays... And Jose lit up like a Christmas tree. He's like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. And then uh, two years later, here we are. Yeah. Did you know Christmas trees used to have actual candles on them? Yes. Yeah. Fire hazard. What you, Jose? No, nah, fir trees can't go up in flame. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. They're like coated in this wax. I mean, it's still... It could I'm still lying. F- <laughs> also, it, even if they were, it could still fall on the floor in the middle of I the know, night. I know. I'm just, I also don't think they used to... Would, were they inside? Yes. I thought Christmas trees were just outside. Uh, there, a rift tracks should... did a whole thing on okay. it. I've been playing two years. <laughs> ah. uh, the only reason why I like lit up like a Christmas tree is because like I've fully embraced the like the true nerd that I am like now. And like to be quite honest, when when Joe was like, "Oh yeah, Corey said he'll DM for us and we can play D and D," and I was kind of like, "All right, let's check out this nerd shit," like kind of like to like make fun of it in my head and then we did the first session and i was just like so do we really have to go home right now i love that because that's the same exact thing for my first time too we purchased DD as a gag and even though it was fourth edition um because we weren't really going by a rule book at that point we were just kind of like winging it we came into it being like yeah let's be nerds it'll be fucking hilarious and then uh, by the end of it, we were like fucking enveloped in it. And it was like, yeah, we should do it again just to like as a, as a goof, as a, you know, just keep being. <laughs> and then we did that like seven times in a row before we admitted it to ourselves. <laughs> That's how you get an addiction. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh, I'll just do a little bit of cocaine. Ha <laughs> ha. And then you're like, yeah, I'll do it again. <sighs> oh, yeah. I should just uh, rub my penis until something shoots out. And then it does. And then. Uh, then you never stop until. Yeah, 15 you're... years later. Yeah, I'm sorry. What is that? 
Nothing. Uh, oh, Rudy. man, you got, a, you got a jacket sometime. It's so good. I'm wearing a jacket right now. Oh, shit. Oh. We're talking about wear one on your penis, but instead of like a jean material, it's flesh. Like condoms? Wait, so like a like leather? Lambskin? Flesh, no, I'm, no, oh, I'm saying your hands. Are weird. I don't understand. I have a story about lambskin condoms. Boy. I'll get to that later. But uh, <laughs> I, know, so I know what story you're going to tell. So if, if sheep... That are allergic to latex oh, wear human skin condoms. Do, is that a thing? No. Yeah. You know we'll find out. Dandy. Um, so I think the first game I had ever played might have been around like 2009, um, and it was just with a small group of friends. And I I don't know what edition that would have been back then, but we weren't really following any rules. I played a stealth boy rogue who uh, saw the world in binary and uh, could fit people into his sack and it wasn't even a bag of holding. It just happened. Wait, how, how old were you in 2009? I seven. What? Right? No, no wait. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, what? wait, no, wait, he, he no, better not be post nine 11 guys. Post nine eleven is pretty bad. Okay, Rudy. How I think at the old time are you? I think I was roughly 13, 14-ish at the time. Yeah, it could have been around two thousand nine, two thousand ten that okay. I uh, played. No, wait. When were you born, Rudy? How I old would are you? Been... Ninety. I was. I'm twenty three. I was born twenty three. So you can't. Yeah, so it would have been. Yeah, about ten that's... years ago. Guys, I'm fucking Neil. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. You also need to. Yeah. So that was a good the... time. Take the youngness that you have, that vibrant energy from being young, and push it out Shoot your it. lungs. <laughs> Take it out back. So and you're louder. Put it out of its misery. Or you could just vape. We keep <laughs> getting. Rudy, go back. Go back to your what? story. I'm so sorry. No, I was like, I, I think he, he I, said I, I was it. pretty much finished. Yeah, I don't know. Next I question. Just, I just we stole got, things. We got another, guys. Uh, in what ways is your character most like you? I would like to say. Everything about Victor <laughs> is me, besides the fact that Victor is genuinely happy and content with his life. It started out real positive and got real oh, sad. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Suzette is, uh, I don't think he's anything like me. <laughs> you know, I think this I'm is a, a better nice question person. to ask other people. I'm like, a nice person. Like Corey and, and Jose. People say how nice you... things about me. So, like Corey and Jose, how would you think Suzette is similar to Joe? Ah, fuck. So I don't. Uh, I don't want to sound rude. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the temperament is very alike. To be honest, temperament is very alike, and I think the passion and what they do is very close as well. Uh, I I gotta let you know. I don't Joe's, set forests on fire, and I don't kill people in real life. Discover. I know, but when it comes to your writing, as uh, we went to Joe's uh, birthday. Oh man. And. Uh, uh, when I got there, Joe was, you know, he was having a good time. He, my favorite word to describe it was schlossed, <laughs> <laughs> which is an, an apt choice. But I got to see a lot of Joe's passion for storytelling and writing um, when he was talking to me. Uh, so I would that say that there, uh, it, it's uh, very that. akin to that. Uh, I think personally, the way Suzette and Joe are like is um, how much they're like not really... Like, they don't take anybody's bullshit. A straight arrow. Yeah. I have only really hung out with Joe in the context of this show, so I think they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Suzette is basically what I would have been if I lived during the medieval times. Like, if I had lived in a, you know, shitty war-torn area during, like, 
the hundred year war, like it'll be like, oh yeah, that's Joe. I think it's funny though because we do have that conversation a lot. Like, what would have been like if we were back then? Yeah, I would have instantly killed myself. <laughs> Fucking same. Oh my god, if I'm not royalty, then that's it. I'm dead. But you wouldn't know it. Like, it's not like you're coming back there with this knowledge. If, you're just waking up as with a the peasant. Mind state that I have in the sense of like who I am as an individual, not what I know as a modern person, I would probably have offed myself. <laughs> no, you can be a tyrant and overthrow, you know. That's if I was lucky enough to have some sort of royal blood in me. Uh, no, I could have, you know what? I'm a peasant tyrant. You want to know what? I, I could have started a cult. Yeah, I yeah prob- honestly, it probably would have been easier it back then. People are so dumb. easy back then. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to get into that conversation. I would have started yeah, it would have been so easy back then. <laughs> I definitely do see, though, James, like you and your character, like when the mic's off, it's just the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mic goes off and James is still just that person. It's just very easy to play the same exact person. And it's not even exaggerated. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, Absolutely not. I know a lot of Gigi Allen songs. That's how I was able to sing those on last episode. I am a very sensual person. I hate eating things with my hand. I hate being dirty. I don't like being out in the rain. Uh, just all of these things that Victor has is also what I have. I'm very nervous of like the day that you end up like, ooh, there's like a velvet monster, and I would freak the fuck out. I hate the feeling of velvet on my skin. I'm updating my curse. <laughs> <laughs> how would how how would you guys say I'm most like or Giram is most like me? So, I don't think at all. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say I think it might be the least. I don't correlated. know. Yeah, Giram as a character, just I I love him, but I just don't see so many similarities between the two of you. Yeah, I, I do want to say that that's what uh, I would say is a good testament to your role play and to your abilities as an actor itself is that you're able to play a character that's not you. But yeah, I would say. The only thing, other than the, like the attra- like the attraction to men, I think that's the only thing Giram and I have. That honestly, that's what <laughs> I would say is that that's that's about it. But no, I I also I want to say what he said. Yeah, love Giram. Just not, not, <laughs> not me. I don't know. You were raised Catholic. It's not too far off from being in the goddamn Orcus cult. He's you got, know, he's got a point. He's right. You know what? <gasps> he's got um, a point. Instead um, of being, oh wait, we, no, that I was going to say being circumcised is a Catholic thing. It yeah. is not. It's who not. would we even As talk Jew, about for Rudy? Because like, we got Mordecai, Mordecai and, and Nilo. we got Nilo. I, if I may say something about both of them and yes. how I can compare to them, they're both semi-flamboyant. Okay, I like how he was the one that said, why don't we have everybody else describe it? And then for him, he's like, I got this. I was just going to be the only thing I'd no, say. No, that's not true. That's not the, cl- because uh, so. um, Nilo does that thing where he just like, Let's do this. And I'm like, dude, don't do that. Uh. And that's like real life. <laughs> He's uh. got, yeah, Nilo's got your gung-ho attitude. That's yeah. one way to put it. And uh, <laughs> I would say Mordecai, one, has your refinement sense. Because I won't say that you're, I'm not saying you're a snob, mind you, with He's that. Of the purple. I'm saying that you are, you have a very graceful etiquette about you. And I will say that you are also, as Mordecai has portrayed, a very well-dressed person. Yeah, you're well. dapper as hell, man. Yeah, dapper. I will say this. Thanks. I love your characters, but just like you, sometimes I just want to strangle them. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Rudy and his characters embody the idea of like chaotic whatever. Like good, bad, neutral. It is just like, 
he literally in, in a campaign would roll dice to <laughs> see yeah. just how i would react like, to shit. like how things how seriously he would take the day or the speech someone was giving him he would roll a d4 and if it was one and two he wasn't going to take it serious at all if it was three he would take it semi-serious be a little jokey and if it was four he'd take it super serious yeah and i like that i like that serious has the least likelihood yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah and it was just <laughs> like and mind you rudy, like rudy has such a bad history of being a bad roller oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my, you know how many times he rolled uh, a one and he would roll it for every encounter, not just for the day, for every encounter. And we're just like, Rudy, no. I mean, to be fair, my character was kind of like an idiot, but. Uh, so I am constantly, because I sit right in front of Rudy and I'll look up at him and he's talking as Nilo. And I just always think like, I am so glad Mordecai died. Oh, Mordecai wow. <laughs> compared to Nilo fucking sucks. Like. <laughs> I, he, great backstory, everything, but everything like statistically about him sucked. <laughs> like I maybe mean, yeah. with passive perception, he would have found the the invisible things that were are attacking us currently. But that's the only thing you were good at was passive perception. Poison spray was a godsend, and I will thank you to give it the credit on, because it didn't on, actually do any Let's damage. Let's be clear. One of the greatest duos of all time was when Mordecai casted blindness and I casted, or Giram casted deafness. That was a okay, really good time. Let's, let's, yeah, I really didn't clear. know how to handle that situation <laughs> for a moment. I was like, uh, I guess I lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one thing I want to comment on, I, I, Nilo and Victor kind of had like in the maze, we're like, yeah, we're, we're like this friendship. But then it's like when someone starts getting into a relationship, one of your friends, they completely forget about you. Yeah. But luckily what? I got yeah. Q by my side. That's oh my, my so we kind of just like split apart from each other and kind of went our own ways, but still walking on the same path. Look, That's I what got, you guys have in common. Look, I got jealous of the Quisit. So I moved on. Why don't you just smother it? I was going to say, that's what you guys have in common, though. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Can Uh, we please just give the Quasit plot armor? Oh, my God. Plot armor? Yeah. No, because I had a Quasit in a different campaign, and that thing got turned into a smear. I don't, because he's not, he's no longer important to the plot. So why would I give him plot armor? No, just say like, hey, he can only be knocked out. But no, no, why would I say that? Because he's the best. So if he if he's not important to the story, then yeah, d- d- make it so he can't die. So here's here's something I'm gonna admit for me myself as a DM. If an NPC character is the best, that usually means they are not protected at all See, from but, danger. But <laughs> as a podcast, that's how I'm thinking of. If people people are loving the Koisit, we're I getting I fucking think, fan art of the Koisit in the I future, think, guys. Okay. <laughs> I was like, uh. If you kill them, people will riot. And you know what? That's a good way for them to voice their concerns and show their dedication to the podcast. But until that moment, there's no way in hell <laughs> that I'm giving you, which I, I will allow him to have that adhering name because you know what? It's cute. It's also I, easier to spell than coise it. I am not giving Q plot armor. 
I is can't it, do unless unless you know what is it like croissant, but just with the Q at the beginning. No, it's, it? no, no. Q U O I S O N T. I that was wrong. I know. No, I can't spell. Sorry. Are you going to finish that? Anyways, next question. If there's another one. Yes, he has one more croissant. Shin. What the fuck was that? What is what is one power slash weapon of your character you wish? you had in real life man you gotta go with that sick bell baby <laughs> how, like how is that even not that's not answer? even yeah or i guess the coist well i mean frank's kind of my coist but if frank could talk holy shit you guys i would never do a podcast with you because frank and i we would be doing 24 hour podcasts honestly I i'd listen I mean, to that yeah. and i'd be like Wouldn't i don't frank have... be asleep for like 16 hours a day okay so um uh four seven Okay. Four <laughs> hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just think this is so funny. God, I routinely think because since we do crumb bums, I, I will like come up with ideas of him and I talking on the podcast and I'm just so disappointed every day. I also almost cried to Nicole last night because it flipped in my head. I, I had to be like, Nicole, can I say something to you? I might cry while saying it, but if I were to die before Frank, could you please make sure he's with me to scatter or with her to scatter my ashes? Oh, my God. Aww. Oh, shit. And then I was like, granted, you would have to like scatter them on our back porch because he will not go outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's really sad. But also, wow, Frank. But yes, Frank's Frank a good boy. For Suzette, definitely the sword. Yeah. That burst into flames. Flame on, baby. That's just iconic fantasy right yeah absolutely um, i did have a character that had a similar belt to to victor's but it was slightly stronger oh whoa 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 it was literally just the next step up or just my cyberpunk character because he was just a tank that walked like a human so joe either wants to have an awesome fire sword or be a robot oh yeah so that's <laughs> our uh manta was the coolest shadow blade is pretty dope to just grab at shadows and create a blade that causes necrotic damage is like pretty awesome. So it'd be probably the the shadow blade, or I'd would like to be Valen from our Cyberpunk campaign because he was good with breaking shit. You're a mechanic in real life. Yeah, but he's an engineer. There's a difference. I'm just saying, you're like you're right there, dude. I'm like a fake mechanic I'm though. A fake mechanic. <laughs> um, for me, there's a few things I could think of uh, from original campaign. I would want. Uh, Kroon to be my IRL Dragonborn boyfriend. Oh god! Oh. Um, See, that's a fanfic you could write, James. Uh, I wasn't there for any of that. It's stuff, a tiefling guys. and a Dragonborn. Roll with it. <laughs> um, also, if I had to choose, Melix tongue ring that he used for all of his spells and whatnot, or Uchi, because uh, hell yeah, that'd be badass. Op. Hell yeah. Denied. Oh, I don't think uh, Corey saw this, but on Twitter I posted, Corey won't let Jesus in our campaign. Jesus is OP. <laughs> it's true. He is. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty funny. He's the world's ultimate craftsman uh, that can also grant miracles. He you did. can't be handy with your hands and with your soul, man. I can't. Uh, it's not He did possible. build my hot rod, so. Can't but be his handy hands were holy. Hand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. I think that was all of Sacrilege. Eric's questions. <laughs> Did our good friend Shane. I wanna I wanna answer one real quick. Oh yeah, baby. If I could nope. have a power from any of the my characters. To have control of life. No. Hypnotic pattern. <laughs> no, it's the Because that's the boring. And then I <laughs> No, but uh, I would wanna be 
the primeval lust, dude. I would love to be able to change my body into whatever I want it to be, and I would love to have never-ending confidence. That'd be awesome. But what love about that. the night-night stick? What about night, the night, night, night stick? No one on earth or in any other <laughs> realm should ever be in possession of anything as strong as the night night stick. Or the camera flail. Oh, the camera yeah, flail. The camera flail's cool. I would like the camera flail. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera flail is just a camera that he tied to a piece of rope in one of our campaigns and he <laughs> no, no, uses no. it to bash you're, people. You're, you're making it too complicated. It was a camera that I ripped out of the wall and just oh. used its wires. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a good time. And it was a badass makeshift weapon. I loved it. So I've been listening to a podcast uh, about DMing pretty much where I think it's called the Ad- Adventure Academy on Dropout. So they were talking about if a player wants to kill another player and that don't try to make it secretive, like actually tell the other player like, hey, I think in a few uh, like sessions, my character wants to kill you. To like kind of like open it up so it's not just this all of a sudden like, oh my God, well, I was talking to the DM about this. So I do think that I should let you guys in on what Victor is doing right now. I am actively trying to get Fest to uh, to pretty much say like, hey man, there are people right now trying to destroy or kill a primordial. That is possibly you. Yes, one of these Rikers is a Riker of Fest, but that doesn't leave you off the line. Like, that you could be this person. I believe we should, jo- like, pretty much like a uh, Sinister Six deal, try to get <clears throat> other... You had me at Sinister Six? Yeah. I'm in. So I'm trying to actively get Lust, Sino, and Opioid, Ophioid, on board of being like, hey... This could also be a step up. What if they do kill a primordial? What about- you guys could come in and take over that person's thing. Real quick. Uh-huh. What about before, Orcus? Before, before anyone says anything Fuck else, Orcus. I need to clarify, since we constantly refer to him as the wrong name, and I get it's a meme, it's fine. Um, <laughs> the person opioid they're talking about? Is Ophioid. Is Ophio. Ophio. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I messed up the correction. Can't even say it right. Uh, so... I'm trying to actively do that, and that is why I stabbed the body so many times because he's not responding because I'm rolling like fucking dog shit every scene. Even on advantage, I think I rolled like a three and a four. uh, James. What's up? Have you tried having a little faith? Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say, have you tried borrowing dice from Jose? What hand do you Uh, normally roll your dice with? uh, My right. Roll it with the left. Okay. Do you want me to make you a charm? I made Rudy a charm, and it seems to be working. I, hey, I'll I'll take anything. Oh, for some reason, all I can do is roll well and goddamn performance things that really have yeah, like have nothing to do. With <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they, those were fun. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. And if all else fails, I was thinking like, no, it wouldn't work out well if I end up doing this. I might just go over to lust if Fest isn't saying anything to me. But my thing was like, I don't think. My family, like my order is all about fest. But then I was like, this would be very funny to play it as like a kid coming back from college and being like, I don't like your religion anymore. (laughs) And then my family hates me. So so can I say something? I'm not trying to sway your uh, decision here. I just want to make sure that you do have all the information. So when it comes to speaking to a primordial, it's very rare that you get any actual response from them. This, or wait, I don't Simply know. Simply 
Orcus is a fiend. He's oh, like, he, he is? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, too bad. Boy. And also, oh. Orcus has a history of trying to get to the material plane. Oh, okay. yes. Whereas Fest is a being so far beyond that comprehension of fiends and such. First of all, no one knows what Orcus' actual form looks like because it's primordial. He's been you around fast. for you so... You mean Fest? Or, excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Fest, no one knows what his actual form looks like because he's so ancient that he's before the time that he actually people weren't around when the time he rose to power yeah. was so would you guys be on board for this the next only time it, only only if you switch ophio with orcus oh, dude, no, no absolutely cares. not like Why? that dude's cool no he's not i gotta say ophio is ophio is like that cool dude that like you know is cool and orcus is like that like heavy metal dude who like thinks he's cool Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's just because I have a... Re- so my thing is, is that I have met these people. I have okay. a rapport with these people. So my thing with this is to, like, I'm playing this, like, Mega Man, where I have a connection with lust. I still have that that flower of lust. So it's easy for me to, like, just smell it and then, like, be able to communicate with her. Lust will help me get Sino because Sino, I think, is... Sino seems like someone who would be easily charmed in a sense. At least that's just what I got from it. How many horses do you have? Just Oh yeah, we'll we'll make sure we get some horses as well. And then oh man, what's his name? Ophio, correct? Yes. Okay. Ophio, I think then like with the like torture and stuff because he's decay. Uh decay, rotten disease. Yeah, so like oh, things that get tortured, they die. Hey, those eventually decay. So I think if I play it Mega Man style, I think I can make this work. Solid. I'm not going to stop you. I mean, like, I'll still help you. It's just Ophio <laughs> wants to kill me. <laughs> as as a person hearing this, that's dope. I love it. Yeah. As is that, he might have some reservations. I Then I might not tell you guys. Because, yeah. like, Victor already hasn't been telling you. But I genuinely regret. But story-wise, I think it's good of Victor turning down being a gladiator of lust. Ever since that episode, I'm just like, fuck, man, that would have been so great. But I think now that he's away from the Knights of Osseus, Fest isn't really, like, here. He's not doing much besides, I guess, like, making sure blood is flowing, which is a big deal, but... I mean, I get get your standpoint. Primordials are usually entities that are, at least mind-wise, never stop working and lust is Um, so fucking cool guys thank you because i try really hard on making them cool (laughs) um but yeah no i understand like especially when it comes to if your communication with your patron is a big thing yeah unfortunately primordials just don't really communicate with a lot of their followers simply because they're so far out of scope for them and i i think (sighs) like someone who grows up like catholic or whatever of any religion if you're not feeling like you're hearing back from someone you're like well why the fuck would i do this but then if you actually see someone who is godlike you're like holy shit like yes i i this is real like arnold schwarzenegger yes (laughs) <laughs> absolutely <laughs> is arnold not real no, no he is he's I, know, I, I know i hey. worship goddamn jingle all the ways guys <laughs> that was i forgot that movie existed that movie exists hey guys <laughs> Ooh, patreon podcast rudy what uh, do you have shane has just chimed in with a couple of questions oh, fuck, oh yeah we, we got a little bit are you bit. serious shane 
What's up? Uh, well, uh, the first one he's asked is, uh, why does everyone think Joe's character is the coolest? I don't. Ooh. Not at all. Hey, Shane, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and second question. You know uh, what it is? It's my indifference. Probably reminds them of their fathers. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Everyone knows Koisit's the coolest. Next question. Q. Uh, second question, and this is the only other question that he's chimed in with so far. Uh, how does Joe feel his character has developed as the adventure has gone on? Well, I mean, we're still pretty early, right? Like, yeah. we honestly haven't done a whole lot. I will say in the headspace of Suzette being in this group specifically with Victor and Giram and we'll get into it in the episode, but uh, you'll learn a little bit more about, cause I think you're getting a lot of like what Suzette does and not a lot of what Suzette thinks or feels, mm. which is how Suzette portrays himself. But we're getting to the point where Suzette will have some things to say and we'll, give you a better idea of what's going on in his head and kind of what he's about to, right. and which I, is cryptic I, I, but we'll I, get there I, I, I do want to say something best friend um while joe was in his little stupor on his oh, birthday man, i was i he, vaguely remember that conversation he told me quite a bit about suzette and uh i gotta say Stay tuned for for that episode. I just want to know: it does it does Suzette hate Victor? He doesn't hate you. Okay, okay, that's all I need to know, guys. It's like a he sees that you are helpful and well, sure, and that's great. But it's also like a mild pity. Why would you pity me? So you can think on that, and we'll get to it when He's we get to it. He's super happy. Yeah, he has such point. a friggin' sensual girlfriend who he loves so much. To build off of that, Giram thinks he's in the same headspace as Suzette because they're in Orlay right now. But, you know, obviously nobody really knows what's going on in Suzette's head. Right. But uh, Giram has this resurgence of this great hatred for the divine aristocracy because he, you know, they basically made him feel like he was trash. He was garbage. Which um, they are apt at doing for anyone that is not them, to be honest. As much as I can defend my own country, they are a country of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, you identify as Orlean? I have to. I have to identify as the most elite in my world. I got another question. Wow. <laughs> I, I got another question Ooh. from Shane. What's everybody's NPC that they like the most and hate the most? I actually really liked Vera. <laughs> Oh, like, no. as an NPC. Fucking thank you. I thought <laughs> I, she was... Yeah, I thought I... I understand why we made the decision to give her over to the Rikers, but since that would have been like, yeah, like she could hang. To be fair, Pelagius made the decision. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I guess. So Giram hated her, right? Giram despised her. I have no problem. I, it's not that I liked Vera, not that I hate her. I just didn't really care. I think the one NPC that I hate the most so far in character is um well there's two of them one of them is the riker of jerachmus and the other one is cedric in character i hate him out of character i still hate cedric um <laughs> in character the reason why i hate the riker of jerachmus is because when i was when giram was being the vessel and avatar for orcus when he felt he had all of this power and all of like everything wash over, like nothing else mattered, opened up everything for Orcus. Orcus took control. Jerachmus pulled him out. I like this. I like these questions. Um, let's uh, go with uh, 
Uh, we're, we're going out of we're doing this weird clockwise. So let's yeah. do Rudy. Um, NPC that I really like, uh, probably Pelagius. I I don't know. He just seems uh like he's got some shit together, and I really dig it. Uh, NPCs that I don't really like, probably Soth. Soth's all right, but like that's kind of like when I was uh poisoned and kind of delirious, I kind of just wanted him to open up. I'm like, just dude, come on, stop he, being a shadowy closet boy and just talk to me. I don't think he physically can speak. Well, you know what? Nilo doesn't know that, does he? <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, Nilo doesn't know that. James, James. Uh, we'll throw the coiset out because obviously coiset. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really do enjoy lust, and then both the Rikers. I don't like either of them as in character and out of character. Any reason why? Uh, they're shady. Fair enough. Shady AF. Um, I will say about Pelagius is that he seems like that manager that's been there a little too long. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, like he's he's hitting that point where he's like, "Why the fuck am I still working here?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah," f-. he's like, he's just punching the time clock, getting his coffee. He's like, "Yeah, f- do whatever." I don't, nah, whatever. Can I say something that we can all agree on? Yes, Sino is the fucking oh cool. yeah, 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 cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I I I felt a more emotional bond with Lust because I think because she liked us. I mean, liked Nilo and I. Yeah, I like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I play a song for her, and she's like, I like you. You're weird, but I like you. To be fair, I've had such bad like luck with lust. You really have, in like, any adventure that you've met them in. Yeah. It's really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> um, all right. Ooh, awesome. Art imitating I, life. Uh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, James, uh, James. Shane, send me another question for James. All right. I, if I can answer it quick, that's good. Um, he asked, how does James feel about the general tone of the game since it conflicts so severely with his personality? Oh, like... Since the since the campaign is such a serious campaign. Oh, I, I mainly just shoehorn in my bullshit. That's... I, I have to say, I was a little... When you first were like, yeah, I'm going to play, I was a little wary because you're, you're you. And I knew your character was going to be a lot like you. And then you start playing with us, and I was like, "This is the greatest fucking thing." Yeah, because this it doesn't so awesome. make sense. To be honest, I like I like it because I think the adventure does need some sort of relief from mm. from you some know levity itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah like so, you guys, the the perfect example is the last episode. You guys are doing this very serious thing, and it is set up like, oh, this is the comic relief. You guys are doing this serious thing, but the B plot is me performing. <laughs> It's it's not Through these anarchists. Oh my god! He's yeah. starting the punk genre. <laughs> yeah. So it and then it ended up bleeding very well into what ends up happening, which is the battle where I'm like, oh shoot, we need to get these people out of here. Luckily, they already did, and I'm very upset that I I I felt like the guy the the bar owner kind of threw us a bone, and. If he hadn't, if he had been a dick, I would have just fireballed the place and ran. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. I know what the real uh, chaotic person in our group is. All right. Well, Radical, uh, I know we got to wrap this up here. uh, So that means I'm going to real quickly run through the curses. Are you ready for this? Oh, All right. The court does not. Wait, hold on. Don't talk so I can do a clean cut. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, Okay. So for James... Uh, James, every time you nat 20, you have to say whoopsie do. Here comes the goo. If you don't. Can I do another rhyme? No. Can yeah, I add syllables one. into it? Can't. Like whoopsie do. Here comes my thick ass goo. Can't do it. It has to be exactly that. 
I'll take it. Exactly that. You can't trade curses. And if you don't, <laughs> this is it Pokemon, then I'm adding dude. a D4 of health to the enemy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, any, any nat 20? Any nat 20 ever. So if I'm like reading a book and I read it, I say, whoopsie, that dude, book is going to get a goo. D4 of health if you don't hey, say, whoopsie, dude, Corey, here can comes you close your ears real quick? No. No, just quickly do it. He's doing Whenever it. I nat 20, Victor is for real going to ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it through my hands and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Next one. All right. So that, uh, uh every time you nat one, if you don't say, ah, oh, spoink doink, uh, <laughs> then I'm going to add a D4 of health to the enemy. Uh, can I quickly say this? Uh, I rap. You guys know that. I forget the lyrics that I had just written. Uh, can you please make we'll sure? We'll make a card. Uh, uh, yes. put it in front of you yes. for like the first four can you please remind me because i will not remember we'll have to like make a card or something okay yes, we'll do i'll that. get you I'll, I'll put it on a post-it note okay cool all right and uh rudy if you don't say uh i've been flagged for copyright infringement um anytime you do any sort of attack ever um i'm gonna add a d4 to the enemy can it be oh, at the no. beginning of the round yeah that's also that you know what for every we'll do i, I was being a little biased there We'll do for the first attack for whatever you do, or for whatever round. Uh, yeah, because that's, he has two attacks, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that, I would have fucking hated that. Uh, excuse me, not every round, every encounter. Yeah. Okay. You have to say, so, like, been basically, for copyright when initiative happens, that's like your Excelsior. Yeah, oh, that's, also, that's, 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 oh, I, spoink doink. I, I, I have a curse for Corey because he's doing this, which uh, I will tell you guys off the podcast right, of what right. it is. Oh, terrific. And <laughs> Corey's like, how could James curse me? Well, I can edit audio. Oh, boy. <laughs> Super fun. Anyways, let's, because uh, we got to wrap this up. Uh, yeah. So let's get into our plugs real quick. We'll make it super quick. Jose, where can they find us? Yeah, find us on Instagram. That's hit it underscore and underscore credit. And follow us on Twitter. That is hit it and credit. No ampersand, <laughs> no underscore. Hey, guys, check out my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speaking Sentai. Remember, one year anniversary, baby. Baby. And then we also have This Movie's Gay, which is getting close to our one year anniversary as oh. well. What the Hellmouth is on a hiatus, but we'll be coming back. You just stay subscribed. And there are like 38 episodes that you can go binge. So catch up. Uh, we also have some uh, just I'm going to tease. Uh, we're planning on a Patreon It'll be very inexpensive for you guys to do that. And it'll be new content. We're, we're starting new podcasts. Uh, one for me, one for Nicole. And then eventually w I would like to do a, a Patreon. One, it'll just be once a month. Like uh, each podcast will have an episode. So hopefully you'll get an additional four episodes a month. Stay tuned for that. And uh, you can find out all the information about my stuff at mlmpod.com. And listen to my rap music, Marsh <laughs> Land <laughs> Monster. <laughs> uh, it's all there on MLMPod.com. What you pointing at? Uh, I was going to say, don't forget, if you guys want to help and ensure that we get the the wind screens for these mics, yeah, uh, please go to MLMPod.com forward slash donate. It'll help us. Just anything helps. We're just trying to make sure everybody has the same quality of uh, sound in each mic. Yeah. Oh, and also uh, bought a game capture, so we're going to be doing Let's Plays soon. Hell fucking yeah. Stay tuned for that. And that's a promise, not an end of the summer promise. 
Oh God! <laughs> you hear that? You hear uh, all right. Shots get um, fired? As we are uh, exiting out, final question for our audience: Would you take nine hundred ninety-nine billion dollars if I meant you never had to listen to the national anthem again? Um, and yeah. with that being said, the taco is not always crunchy. See you next time. <laughs> bye bye. Peace out. Bye.